The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by Eno, the Capital One Assistant. What's in your wallet? Herm Edwards on a Thursday, and we'll also update our standings for the Thursday Night Fantasy League, which is me, the Rudy, and Adnan. The standings, the metabolism, so we'll do that draft at the end of the show. America loves this thing that we're doing. The Rosillo Show with Adnan today. Show her how thankful you are this holiday season with beautiful bouquets. That's from 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, you can get 24 multicolored roses for just $24. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash ESPN. And because we're helping you with that, we'll do life advice at 3.15 Eastern, 12.15 Pacific. Case struggle with that still. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Advice from a real live uh, in-person Canadian. And... Great yeah. news here. This this tweet makes my day. As always, you can tweet the show at the Priscilla Show. From yeah. Steve, my grandmother taught me reading and spelling through Reader's Digest. Would highlight words I didn't know, then ask her what they were. Reader's Digest making a comeback today on the Priscilla Show. Yeah, we said at the beginning of the show, we were talking about nursing homes and how I felt like you were going to be a big flirt at the nursing <laughs> home, depending on what stage you'll be at, which is, I don't think yeah. that's a, I just think you're lively. It's a compliment. I appreciate it. And... I remember nursing homes with my grandmother, and they would always have Reader's Digest there, and I have to try to find mistakes. And it's like, Reader's Digest is pretty good. So I wasn't going to find a lot. And I don't know that I was that smart. Right. So this isn't some a beautiful mind trick, and I became this right. brilliant person. I'm, I'm not. But speaking of great movies, remember Good Morning Vietnam. Bruno Kirby, in trying to prove his comic chops as Reader's Digest, is considering publishing two of my jokes. Now, for those that don't know Bruno's work, well, at least by name, Bruno was in The Godfather 2, yeah, yeah. and he was the first guy that De Niro yeah, kind of buddies up with, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. as, as, as we're learning about Vito Corleone. Yeah. So uh, he is he is so bad, he's great in Good Morning Vietnam, because he's trying to tell Robin Williams, like, right. I too, it's the stiffest human being. Right. It'd be like Mike McQuaid telling you, you know what, <laughs> I'm also doing a bunch of stuff on the side. And this comedy album I have him coming out. And you'd go, what? <laughs> and I love McQuaid. He's brilliant. He's awesome. But sure. you would go, that's not what right. I expect. That's not the gear I expected you to get to at some Correct. point. Especially when Robin right. Williams is the yeah. guy that you're proving it to. Like yeah. The funniest guy alive at the time. Right. Like if, if, if a guy, an, an executive came to Van Pelt and said, there's a way to be funnier. Van Pelt would be like, wait, what? Right. All right. Here's so, my anyway. idea for yeah. bad beats. Right, God. right. The Rosillo Show, reminding you, you can listen to all three hours of the show on your phone, your ESPN app. I also want to do this Gruden segment because, uh, well, I don't think we're going to do it today. Maybe we're going to have to do it tomorrow because cool. I just it just kind of dawned on me like Gruden had this answer, and it wasn't it wasn't a very thorough answer with Mike and Mike about his future with Tennessee last night. Joel Embiid went off. Uh, he beats the Lakers, and granted, look, the Sixers beat the Lakers, but the performance was kind of one of these things where it's like, hey. Joel Embiid was something yesterday, and you woke up today, and now he is something else. 46 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, 7 blocks, and now he loves L.A. I love L.A. I love the Staples Center, so uh, I wanted to come by here and like, put on a show, so I did. You've been telling us you're not quite in shape yet. It's kind of uh, hard to believe after a game like that. Yeah, I mean, when I'm saying like I'm not in shape, it's just about like basketball. Like shit, like uh, uh, I'm still not dead. I got the, I got a little bit high on uh, towards the end, but uh, it's getting better. Man, I played what 35 minutes tonight again, so it's getting better. He was awesome. He he had swagger. He had confidence. He also had ridiculous numbers. And 
to recap, I think the best point you made earlier about his performance, 46 points, 14 to 20, how good he shot the rock. He's making 18 footers. He's driving inside with the free throws, 16 of 19. So often we see with big guys, the way to get to them is the hack-a-shack method. And you cannot do that with Embiid, you know. One game can be a microcosm for what this guy is, which is a versatile player. He's not just a guy who's back to the basket and going to dunk on you. He's got range, and he can collate the line. Those are two things which I don't think can be underestimated in today's game. I don't know what you do with him, because in this league that has gone small, and I'm talking, like, we knew it was small. We knew people like these, you know, the Warriors, their death line of going back two, three years ago. They're like, man, they're going to play Draymond Green at center. That's crazy. Teams are doing it. Even more so now. You'll watch closes of games and you go, you have two forwards, maybe two small forwards at times and three guards out there. Mm -hmm. So as the league goes smaller and smaller, and I'm not talking like this gradual, oh, it's been going small forever. When I watch games now, I go, wow, all right, you guys just, hey, big guys, don't even take your warm-ups off. Embiid is so good, not just the ability, but I'm talking about his, his ability to just move and not be exposed. Yeah, I'm seven feet tall. And I'm this big dude, seven one maybe at two fifty, two sixty. But you, if you put a small guy against me like Julius Randle, I'm going to own him because he can't guard me. But you're not going to get it back because I can't keep up with him physically. I'm going to run right along with him. And the whole millennial thing that we tweeted out a little bit earlier is that yeah, millennials get trash. Like when I say to you, millennial, you go, eh. right? You think young, yeah. know it all, and you like everybody. Sure, absolutely. But millennials sometimes has a negative connotation. Sometimes they get blamed for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't keep track of what's accurate, what's inaccurate. But when I see the younger dudes in this league carry themselves this way, where Ben Simmons looks at guys and just goes, yeah, whatever, I'm 6'10". You can't, like, my skills are different, and you're not going to be able to do much with it. Mm -hmm. When I look at Embiid and other players who are older than him are trying to mess with him a little bit, he doesn't get into trash talking in the traditional way. He looks at him with almost pity, going, you know what? There's really not much you can do with me, so I get worked up about it, but I'm just going to kind of look at you every now and then, kind of laugh on the inside going, there's nothing you can do. You can't defend me. Mm -hmm. And when millennials are in the normal workplace, know-it-alls, why am I doing this, asking too many questions, all these complaints that we hear about them all the time, and I can understand how that would be annoying on your everyday deal. Mm -hmm. In the NBA, it actually makes these guys better because there's no delay. There's no, well, let me feel this whole thing out. Let me just be a rookie for a little bit. Let me wait to ascend to that superstar status. There are so many young guys that you'll run into and you go, you, you're asking for stuff that's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. Like You need to just settle down and, and put in your time. In the NBA, these guys aren't doing that anymore. And Windhorse explained this on our show earlier this week about how Embiid is almost the perfect personality for this. The key is, is that he knows he can do it. He knows when his, when his opponents can't handle him. He courts it. He loves uh, going up against Andre Drummond. He wants to embarrass him. He wants to embarrass Hassan Whiteside. He wants to embarrass DeAndre Jordan. That type of personality, combined with the type of talent he has, is the recipe for what a great player is. Kobe knew at a certain point in his career he couldn't be defended. Other players don't have it. Like Andrew Wiggins, has the ability to do that a little bit, but he doesn't have the personality. You look at Embiid, he's got it. And that's one of the things that, my goodness, if he stays healthy, because of that killer attitude, he's got the whole package. And think about the East overall, Ryan. We talked to the Sixers in the start of the year. You said, listen, there's some who are buying them as a playoff team, and you'd said, you know, maybe eight or nine hanging around. Well, right now, and I get that it's congested, but Boston looks tremendous. They're facing the Warriors tonight. Could be an NBA Finals preview. They're thirteen and two. Detroit been a real surprise at ten and four. Then you get the Wizards, Raptors teams we'd expect. Knicks eight and six. 
And then Philly's right there, 68-6. Now, Cleveland's going to be better. Uh, we know if Shruti's magic can hang in there. Milwaukee Bucks right in six. Giannis has been incredible. But Philly now goes from being a playoff long shot to like, no, I could see them being a six, seven, or eight seed, especially if Embiid and Covington and Simmons and all these guys coalesce like this. I love the talent, but I expected this to take time. And they're average defensively, but that's okay. They're actually, on some of their advanced metrics, you look at their overall team rankings, you go, well, okay, there's there's nothing too special here. But the fact that it's not a disaster, it's almost like my Jared Goff thing, where you go, hey, he's not a bust. He's going to be the quarterback for a long time. I don't know if he's this good, but this is pro- like problem solved. You've got your quarterback. Right. Um, the problems I expect from a young team, I guess there's still this small part of me that wonders, despite the immense talent from Embiid, how well uh, Simmons has played, how well some of these other vets have fit in around him, the length, the size of Sarge, Covington, Embiid, Simmons, that is so, that's just so many arms at you mm-hmm. that, you know, young things are happening in this league that I just don't, the Celtics have won 13 in a row with no Hayward and a first and second year player getting a bulk of minutes and Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum and Kyrie's good defensively. So some of the things that we'd expect to be normal and some of these teams with new pieces trying to feel themselves out. There's also this other thing where it's this ex- uh, just not just excitement, successful, youthful teams that surprises me. And talking about surprises, what I think is unsurprising, what's gotten a lot of play, is the fact Lonzo Ball struggles so much with his shot. Most young players do struggle with their shot when they come to the NBA. You would have expected, maybe Lonzo not to have games like last night where it's atrocious, but you'd expect, like, yeah, that's going to be the part of his game which will take the most time. I don't expect one of nine, but I expect a guy who's going to pass the ball well, and he's you know distributor. But that actually makes more sense. Lonzo Ball can't shoot right now. But Embiid having a game like that, that that's pretty mind-boggling. All right. Some stories like Embiid's, there's going to be a 30 for 30 on this dude, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Call it a 60 for 60. Um, here's the deal. Season 2 is out. So our acclaimed 30 for 30 podcast, the series now available on the ESPN app and Apple Podcasts. Listen today on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Life advice, Triple Eight, say ESPN. It's 888-729-3776 with Adnan Burke, the Rosillo Show, ESPN Radio. Here's some solid career advice. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Whether at work or out with friends, people notice the clothes you wear. It's why you need Charles Tirrett shirts. They're British-styled using the softest crease-free fabrics. Tie or no tie, tucked or untucked, CT shirts will be your favorite. One CT shirt normally costs 100 bucks, but now you get three shirts for $99. That's 60% off, 99 bucks for three amazing CT shirts. Go to ctshirts.com slash ESPN, ctshirts.com slash ESPN. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020.
Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Even though there'll be a theme for today's life advice, I like, you know, it does a lot of relationship stuff. A lot of guys out there listen to talk radio, sports talk radio. We appreciate you doing that, listening. And you're going, when's it going to happen for me? What do I need to do? So, uh, you know, look at look at Outsider. Mike has hair now. Saruti is on version. He's Saruti 3.0 in the last year. Smallman gets DMs from strangers. So everybody's doing great. Uh, it's Adnan Verk today, the Rosillo Show, ESPN Radio. Life advice brought to you by Upside.com. 888-SAY-ESPN. Call in now, 888-729-3776. Giving all business travelers the gift of a better travel experience this holiday season, Upside.com. I would just walk in and go, what's the plan, bro? Why are you sleeping until 1? We need to start stripping it back down to the base. It's your life and our advice. Let me fix your life, not just your back porch. Okay. Worldwide. This. Let's get this thing rolling. Triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We start in Atlanta with Tyler. What's up? Hey. Hey, how's it going? Great. Just great, man. Just great. All right. Love this segment. It's funny. Uh so I got a little not an issue, uh, just more of a question and maybe what would you do? Uh so started recently dating this girl. Uh I'd say recent as in like August. And um and I have a dog that I walk multiple times a day. Uh so while I'm walking my dog a few Weeks ago, I uh, I look down as we're just on the sidewalk, and I find this necklace, it's like a gold chain necklace. It's, uh, it's got like a little two pieces to it uh, with like something like probably some def- definitely fake diamonds in it. So I asked my sister, yep. um, "What is what's this necklace? Where's this from? Have you ever seen something like this before?" And she says it's from uh, most likely from like Victoria's Secret or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, um, okay. Now with Christmas coming up, yep. do I do I do I give it as a gift? No. That's my question. <laughs> That's a nice listen, we, we had the, we've had this happen before. Thank you for calling in. But Ryan and I put this before. You actually have a question or you just have a long rambling story you'd like to tell. I don't think he needed advice from us. I don't think he wasn't sure what to do. No, you don't give the necklace. He goes, man, I love that segment. I'd lo- I would just wish one day I had some question I could ask these guys. There's a rambling anecdote yeah. with no real question. Pretty obvious moral dilemma at the end. Yeah, you can't do that. Have you ever done something like that? Have you ever given a gift? <laughs> It's brutal. Found it. <laughs> Never given a gift to somebody that just you found? Like worse than the donut issue. Okay, let's go to Chase in Arizona. This guy sounds like a real wild card. Okay. Well, there you go. He was. Chase hung up on us. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. He knew. He was made immediately. <laughs> well, what happened is he heard us blow up the other guy. And he goes, that's it. You know what? I don't have a question either. Okay. Triple H say ESPN Life Advice. It's Bill in Florida. Hello, Bill. What's up, guys? I'm going to go rapid fire for you. I got a few. One of them is pretty good. The first one is I'm getting the Golden Retriever tomorrow. Got any names? Uh, Shruti's a dog guy. Shruti, you got one? Not Blitz. Not Blitz. Not Blitz. It's a girl. Uh, Heather. Susie. Daphne. Okay. All right. Daphne's, Daphne's not bad. Daphne's, Daphne's really good, good actually. Great dog. Name. Underrated right. name. Adnan, should I hold on this Brave Stock? Hold on the what's her? Brave Stock? Yes, sir. Uh, Braves Liberty Media Group. It was like, you know, I so said the Packers, you could buy ownership in. Right. But now I think the Braves, they actually have a way you can um, 
you can buy in. They own like Formula One. No, yeah, no, hold, hold uh, on. Listen, they got Alex Anthopoulos from a Blue Jays GM, of course. Got the Blue Jays back into the playoffs. I think Alex is the right guy there. The team actually did I better this right. season. I'm sorry? I agree. I think Braves are on the rise. All right, uh, yeah. Ryan, favorite peak in Jackson Hole? Favorite what? Teton. Favorite peak in Jackson Hole? Teton Village. It's been a few years since I've been out there. I'm trying to get back. Yeah, not the jail, I tell you that. The site, the site was <laughs> not great on. there. Um, Let's move on. I would say right as you're getting towards Jackson Hole itself, it's incredible. And then there's that Snake River deal as you're driving down. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, look, the, the pictures are great. We'll post them one day The whole of the whole trip. Let's <laughs> go to, uh, to Jackson <laughs> Let's go to North Carolina and talk to Anthony. Hey, um... Well, I'm from uh, originally from uh, Philly. Wife wants to be uh, buried in uh, North Carolina, where we currently reside. Wife is originally from New Orleans. We're trying to really pin down exactly where we should go with this. Where, where would you like to be buried? Philadelphia? Well, Philly, yeah, that's where we've only recently moved to North Carolina. Oh. So I want to be with the rest of the family, but I'm not 100% sure if that's the right move. Wow, a death question. Yeah, and I'm sorry, the rest of the family is in Philly? Yeah, the rest of my family is in Philly. Yeah, no, you're going to be in Philly. No just tell your wife, so listen, I, listen, North Carolina is a beautiful country. I understand that, but we all be together. we got one plot of land. So my wife, who's from a different city, New Orleans, should be buried in Philly as well? That's correct. Here's because what you She's need not from North Carolina, so. You need to do this. You go, whoever lasts longer gets their wish. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. There you go. You know, put some stakes in this whole yep. thing. Okay, Marty in New York. Hey, how you guys doing? Long time, no, long time call, long time listener, first time caller. I'm all in, Marty. Okay, listen to this. My, I love my little brother, but I cannot stand his new fiance. Their house is getting fumigated, and they can't be there for a couple of weeks. So he wants to know if he can come to stay with me with her, but I don't know if I should tell him to go to a hotel, hotel. or do I come here because I love my little brother, my niece and nephew, but I cannot stand her. Thank you for my call. Bye. Wait a minute. Two weeks fumigation? I mean, what are we talking about That's here? That's a heck of a fumigation. Yep. Tell you what, let's Dragons. look at the difference. One week with me, one week at the hotel. All right? You don't have to be a martyr. Yeah. Two weeks if you're going to drive or not. It, you can't take that yourself, but to be completely selfish, you put them in the hotel. So go, hey, I can give you one week. Because two-week fumigation is insane. Yeah, What? where do they live? <laughs> A cave? Right. You got one so, week with me. I think that's a great piece of advice right there. That was great. Life advice. Because that way you can be like, I'm not rude, right. but I'm also not totally jamming myself up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Works both ways. Let's talk with Herm Edwards. Uh, we're going to ask about the Tyrod Taylor deal, all sorts of stuff. Who knows where it's going to go with Herm? Because Herm actually has the best story that we've even retold uh, numerous times this week about the Tyrod thing when he had a bench mini test of Verde. So I know we've kind of told it before. Maybe we'll do it again and kind of get into that old deal. So NFL with the man Herm Edwards next with Adnan, ESPN Radio. Now that Human Resources Director Fernando Pino has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's completely crushing it. He even has his own hype song. Supporting our entire workforce, everyone has different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Motivating and engaging our people every step of the way. Kronos. HR solutions for the modern workforce 
and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. I'm on the top. I'm going to rise up. I'm on the top. Top. I'm going to rise up. I'm on the top. The Ryan Rossillo Show is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests appear on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Herm Edwards in studio, giving you the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Best phones, best networks, no contracts. Don't forget, folks, Thursday night fans, Thursday night football, our Thursday night fantasy league with Adnan, Saruti, and myself. Uh, we're going to do that draft at the very end of the show. I've got some work to do, by the way. I know. I'm struggling at picking losers, so clearly i got to get better at this. We get points for fumbles, <laughs> interceptions, like missed field goals. Yeah, right, like so celebrating Thursday. Defense, yeah. yeah. Finally, yes. figured it out. <laughs> defense. We have, we have done uh, the Vinny Testaverde game <laughs> yeah. story a lot yeah. with you, and it made me think of it again when Tyrod lost his job to Nathan Peterman. So I know there's a different spin that you have on this story though, that we haven't talked about. Yeah, and the spin works this way. I, I think when you inherit a team and, and you've seen Coach, from the beginning, he's made a lot of changes, whether he's traded some players, whether he's cut some veteran guys. And I think players in training camp think once you made the roster, uh, you know, the evaluation period stops. Well, it doesn't. It continues. It continues during the season. And what Coach is basically saying is this. We haven't performed well enough on offense the last two weeks. By the way, let's don't put it all on the offense. Let's put it on the defense, too, because in the last 40 – Last two games, they've given up an average of about 40 points a game. Uh Now, that stresses your offense. This offense is built around one guy and one guy only, McCoy. And when he can't run the football, they got exposed. They got exposed versus the Jets. The lonely Jets, the team that was tanking the season. Those guys, those Jets, right, those Jets. Not the Giants, but the Jets were tanking the season. (laughs) So, anyway, they go against the Jets. The Jets expose them. They get up on him early. They don't let McCoy run. Now the quarterback has to go back and try to win the football game throwing it. They're not built to do that. When you watch him throw the football down the field, 15 yards or more, he's 52%. Not his fault, but he's been forced to do that the last two weeks. Why? Defensively, if they don't take the ball away, when you look at the other numbers, it doesn't match up. 41% 41% on third down. Defense is on the field for 32 minutes. All these things do not match up. And when that happens, guess who gets exposed? The quarterback. So now he's been exposed the last two weeks. They were 5-2 and two at one time, making this push. Everybody's saying, they're circling the wagons in Buffalo. We're yeah. in Buffalo, Billy yeah. Okay, we got a couple flat tires on them wagons. <laughs> last time I said they don't have spares, but we'll see how this thing works out. So they go to Peterman. Why? Because here. They need to find out who he is because the final scenario is this. Did most people in Buffalo believe that Tyrod Taylor was the answer at quarterback? No. Probably not. So he was basically on a one-year deal, kind of look-seeing. Now they're struggling, and the coach has to send a shockwave to the football team, and what do you do? Mm-hmm. i got to change the quarterback out. One team that's really bounced back after a slow start is the Saints. They've won oh, seven boy. straight after an 0-2 start. Only one other team's ever won eight straight after an 0-2 start. That's the 1947 Bears. What's been the key to making this team all of a sudden a Super Bowl contender? Well, they're back to balance on offense. Uh, and, and I think as well as we love Adrian Peterson, when they allowed Adrian Peterson to go to Arizona, they really solidified the backfield of Ingram, obviously, and Kamara. 
Now they run the football. I mean, this is a team that went to Buffalo and almost ran for 300 yards. They won a game and Drew Brees didn't throw a touchdown pass. That's the last time I heard that. Yeah, crazy. Okay? So, but defensively, these guys are top five defense all of a sudden. So kudos to them. So now they're a team that when you play them in that dome again, beware. Beware. It's a great division when you think about the division because Carolina now all of a sudden – Cam Newton figured it out. He told the coaching staff on the on the fourth and one when coach wanted to punt the ball or kick the ball. He said, no, coach, I got the Superman suit on. Enough of this nonsense. I'm going to just take the game over from here on out. Well, guess what? Last couple of weeks, it's Cam Newton with a Superman suit on. He's playing Superman again. That team's all of a sudden running. Mm-hmm. You think about the Saints are running. The Atlanta Falcons, big week for the Atlanta Falcons. Last week, that was the Atlanta Falcons we thought we were going to see this year, right? They showed up. It's like, oh, this is the Atlanta Falcons we thought. Well, now they go to Seattle. Interesting. They go to Seattle, minus Richard Sherman. Thomas, a little wounded with the hamstring. So now you've got Lane, you got Maxwell, you got Griffin, and you got Coleman playing nickel. Can they take advantage of that? If they could come out of there with a win, the Atlanta Falcons, playing up there, that's big for them. So this thing is kind of interesting going down the stretch now. You know, when you look at some of these teams, you look at the AFC, you look at the NFC, there's more teams boshed up in that NFC trying to become playoff teams, a lot of them with quarterbacks that have never had any playoff experience. And that Monday nighter, that's Atlanta at Seattle. That'll be 8.30 Eastern, so a good Monday night matchup. So staying with Atlanta here with Herm Edwards, because I feel like outside of the playoffs right now in the NFC, maybe we get something out of them, maybe we see something different. Oakland has New England, which isn't going to be great for them, but – is there anything from this team that we had really high hopes for before the season started? We know Carr missed some time where you feel like, you know, after the win against the Dolphins, they did get blasted by the Bills, so it feels week to week. Anything for them, for Raiders fans, to feel better about the second half of the season? We're going to find out who they really are, if they're the team we thought they were going to be. And they still have a chance at 4-5. and five are, You know, they got a chance. Can they win the division? No. Kansas City Chiefs going to win the division again, like they generally do. But they have a chance to become a wild card team. We do know this. Is Tennessee good enough to hold on? Is Jacksonville good enough to hold on? If they are, do the math. They have six wins. If they win four games out of seven, it gets them to ten. They're in. They are in. Okay? Do the math. You look at the schedule. That's all folks got to do now. Just start looking at these schedules. See who they play. I've already looked at them. So they're going to be in. Can Buffalo get in? Look at their schedule. Hey, they play, they play Captain America twice. We know that, okay? So they got some games up the road here that says, ah, we don't know. All right, now, the Raiders, they're four and five. Do the math. They got to at least win nine, right? They got to at least win nine. So, okay, here you go, Raiders. You got to win five out of seven. Can you do it? We're going to see. Of all the matchups I would have thought was very unexpected, two seven and two teams, the Rams at the Vikings. Which of these two teams do you believe more in right now, Coach? You got Jared Goff, obviously. You got Keenum, uh, who was basically the court, starting quarterback for the Rams a year ago before Goff got right. to start, right? Mm-hmm. And now both these guys are, are are playing well. The the Rams are a good football team. I watched them. I they averaged thirty three points a game. Yes, I, I did their game the first game of the season when they played the Colts, and right. you saw the look. I went on the field. I talked to the players. I watched them play in person. And I went, you know, there's a different. This is a different Ram team. This is a different quarterback. This is a different offense. Now I said that week one. They played the coach. I go, okay, right. but about week five, 
I kept looking at this, you know, the standings, and I said, week five, the Los Angeles Rams are still in first place. Interesting. This is a big test for them. And this is a big test for uh, Case Keenum and these Minnesota Vikings because when you look at their schedule, it's daunting. They play the Rams and they three on the road. They play Detroit on the road. On the road, I want to say they play um, Detroit, uh, Atlanta. I think it is. They got three ro- really tough road games coming up after this one. So this is a test for the Minnesota Vikings as well. It's a great point, though, about the schedules because I was kind of looking through here again. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville six and three, and you, yes. I keep thinking this defense is going to turn this Bortles thing into a further—I don't want to call it an experiment anymore—but they'll win enough games where they go, "Hey, you know, Bortles did some things." Yeah, they're going to play the Browns, the Cardinals, and the Colts their next three games. Easiest schedule the rest of the way. It's unbelievable. Then they got the Seahawks, but it's at home, and then Texans, Niners, Titans. So yeah, they, they could they be ten six. Yeah, they, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. The schedule now, all of a sudden, you're you're running out of. There's no margin for error anymore. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, if you sit there and you look at it, and, and, you, and players do it and coaches do it, we all do it, you go, okay, are these winnable games? On paper, you say, maybe these are winnable, not winnable. You never know, but you know this. If I got six wins, if I can get the, it's always a race to 10 in the National Football League. If you get to 10 wins quickly, then you have margin of error, and you feel like 90% of the time if you get 10 wins, you're in the playoffs, unless something bad happens, unless it's some – Astronomical things as well. The odd, you know, the numbers don't work out. But generally, ten is the number. So yeah. there's some teams that they're sitting there. Jacksonville should definitely get to ten with seven games remaining. I don't yes. think there's one on there where you say they can't win that game. Yeah. Seahawks at home is their toughest game, and as you mentioned, all their injuries. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's Savage with Texans at the Niners divisional game to end the year. Like I'm looking at this going, yeah. And then yep. people are going to go, you know, Bortles figured some things out. Like, no, the schedule was easy. The defense was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thank you so much. My That's pleasure. Herm Edwards. Uh, we had a real deep dive into what's wrong with superhero movies with Adnan and our Thursday night fantasy draft. That's next. Can't wait. No one's prepped. It's ESPN Radio. And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in obvious news, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's obvious news from Geico. Nice. Finally, something I can dance to. So that was good. Outsider, I know this is probably tough for you. You're not here tomorrow. I mean, I know we don't have you that often. No, I just like swoop in, you know. Do a one-time bid and take off. We should have done an EDM Thursday with you being here. It's a good thing we thought about it at the very end of the show, so I apologize. I'm back in a couple weeks. We'll do it. All right. In a couple weeks. See how that goes. All right. Rosillo (laughs) Show. Reminding you, if you miss any of the show, you can subscribe to our best of podcast available in the Listen tab of the ESPN app with Adnan, who has tonight's game. What are you guys doing? I believe it's South Florida tonight. Let me double check, but we were just uh, discussing that. Yeah, so right, right. It's that, it's that uh, you know, Cupcake Saturday, as they call it, the calm before the storm in college football. But Yeah, you guys got South, South Florida, yeah. Tulsa in town. There you go. So look out. The Golden Hurricanes coming off a rough stretch, 2-8. and eight. Um, But you know what? Bounce back. I can see them bouncing back after getting housed by Memphis. So tune in. What is it? You, Palmer, and... And Joey Galloway. Joey. 7.30 Eastern is the game, so pregame at 7. So the Thursday crew is the same as your Saturday crew. That's correct. Perfect. And check out Saturday, too. Those guys are on all day. Good stuff. So our previously uh, is based on Thor, but it's really more about superhero movies in general. 
Presley on The Ryan Rossillo Show. You are absolutely right, though, about putting too many heroes in the same deal. Imagine if ESPN said, hey, we need to shake things up a little bit. We're going to get Van Pelt, Mike and Mike, Stephen A., and we're going to have Bob Lee stop by, you know, and then it's going to be... That's a lot of star power. Round things out here. Right. Uh, you know, you've like, you got a show. You guys all have a show now. We'll throw like, Katie Nolan in there. Katie Nolan's big star, okay, right? Right. So Katie Nolan's in there now, and it's like, all right, go. That's like too Avengers. much. Eventually, you go, somebody's not getting enough time. Like, when you watch the Avengers, you go, hey, Jeremy Renner's awesome. Hawkeye, but he's not getting enough love. Hawkeye's here. just kind of boring. Like, right. Bow and Arrow, we get it. <laughs> you know, it's called Robin Hood. <laughs> he already is kind of a weak superhero, then you're right. Yeah. Against those guys, he's getting completely diminished. See Thor, Justice League, reserving judgment. That's the best way to sum up the superhero genre as it stands. Will you see Justice League? No, I don't think so. So, Rudy, will you see Justice League? Yeah, I mean, you're, ne- you're never going to see it. I'll see it at some point. He's saying yeah. right now. Like yeah, I'm, I'm not going to see it in theaters. I'll just, you know, when it comes out on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, so six months from now. I'll see it on a plane guy. sometime. He's always been a streaming guy. No, he's, he's usually going to go see Mother. Go that never happened. I don't think Rudy hasn't seen a movie recently, actually. He was thinking about seeing The Murder on the Orient Express. Thought about it. Thought that hasn't happened. When's the last why, one? Why is that so movies since Dunkirk, I feel like, in the theater. Yeah, that was the last movie I saw. <laughs> I feel it. like it's been like a lull period. I don't know. It? You didn't go see It? I didn't. No, I'm not into It. Priscilla was into It. No, Michelle, what's the last movie you saw in theaters? Uh, for the show, I went and saw the Tupac movie solo. Right. But you're big into conspiracy theories. Yes. They're turning the frogs. So I don't think that you... I don't think you like movies. She told me the other day she's never seen a Tom Hardy movie, and I felt like that's something you're trying to do now. No, no, she likes me. She loved Fences. She wasn't crazy about Manchester by the Sea. That was the source of she contention. She killed Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, yeah Russell and I had a but point of contention the there. Okay, I got it. I almost asked her to be off the show. <laughs> Outside of the last movie you saw in theaters. Not adult film. <laughs> Kong Skull Island. Great movie. That's also been a while since you. That was like May. I feel like wow. That's the last movie you saw. Wait a minute. Is that even? Who am I going this, to movies year? with? Oh, here we go. Lonely Hearts. Mm, maybe now. How's Tinder hand? going for you? I've actually been off Tinder. Are you on Bumble now? I tried Bumble for a while. Uh, now, yeah. I don't know. How's I've Bumble just been... work? They pick you, right? Yeah, they pick you. So a little submissive for you then. Huh? <laughs> But no, I've been off the dating scene, kind of just playing it cool. You working on yourself? Exactly. <laughs> Got to love yourself before you can love somebody else. I think. I Tell feel me, like brother. You're, well, you're back in the game now. I feel like. Yeah. So now that you look good and you got new hair and you get a yeah. new attitude and you're in shape, you're still working out, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I only need to go to the gym like once or twice a week to. Oh, really? That's your metabolism. <laughs> yeah, it's regular maintenance for him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we never settled the thing where you were trying to get on Rosillo's fitness level. And you said it was going to be like a month. I, yeah, then I ran into these kidney stones again, and I kind of fell off. Uh, yeah, another man fell by kidney stones. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to make it, because that's, that's, a, that's a pain you don't wish on somebody who's getting their house fumigated and has to live with you for two weeks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to do that. Okay, are we ready for Thursday night? we got all our depth charts here. Thursday night football had been so bad for so long that we started rewarding port, uh, points excuse me, for picks, fumbles, missed kicks, and bad coaching decisions challenges or timeouts or lack thereof so as it stands right now what are the standings Priscilla is in first with five points i'm in second with four and adnan's in last with two only two points Priscilla and i both picked up a point last week i had uh phil dawson who missed an extra point and you had adrian peterson who lost a fumble immediately right yeah. okay so uh let's have adnan go first tanking works, works. 
So Marcus Mariota, let's do that right out of the gate. Wow, okay, so Roethlisberger's third in picks. Marcus is not. All right, that's that's an interesting one. Okay, and then goes <laughs> Maybe a fumble, though, right? Like, yeah, you know, you can do that, too. Yeah, you know what? I didn't look up his fumble numbers. I did some serious research here. Okay. Uh, so Rudy can go second. Yeah, I'll take Ben. I feel like I'm winning there. Yeah, can't deny you. Although, what'd you do last week with the number one pick? I had Drew Stanton. I thought he was. At, he thought at it was least a lock for two turnovers, and he had none. Okay, is anybody going to pick Doug Marone? Like, no. Did you have to Google the Titans coach? I did, and I'm not picking Doug Marone. <laughs> 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 that was horrifying. That one time we did it, we oh, forgot God. who the head coach was. I was like, yeah. Oh, it's uh, Dirk Cutter. Yeah, it no, Ron Rivera. Yeah. You picked Ron Rivera. You picked Ron Rivera. I think when Dirk Cutter was the head coach. Yeah, because like Carolina, I was thinking we were talking about Carolina. So I'm like, yeah, Ron Rivera. Oh wait, they're not playing. Atlanta's coaches. Uh, hang on, that's <laughs> Dirk Cutter. What? Wait a minute. We're talk- okay. Never mind. All right, yeah. I gotta go here. I'm gonna go with um, Chris Boswell. There it is, Steelers kicker. Okay. I will therefore go with Ryan Suckup, the Titans kicker. All right, both have missed three field goals and one extra point this year. Okay. Um, DeMarco Murray. Also a good pick. I had him on the board. All right, so give me a weird, bad, challenge, non-time out with Mike Tomlin. There it is. That's it? Wait, you're going third? No, we need need one more. Rapid fire, go. Um, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, okay. I will take Antonio Brown. Okay, Antonio Brown. Antonio I'll go, Brown. I'll go wow. Malarkey. I have both coaches. You have Malarkey. See, I went both coaches last and did not work at all, so I went against that method. Oh, I want controversy tonight. All right, thank you to Adnan. Check him out tonight. Great Thursday night game at CSPN Radio.